Welcome to the sermon podcast of Paley Presbyterian Church. The following sermon is by Pastor Jonathan Mikesell. Last week we began this Infinitum series recognizing the incredible, unknowable, unstoppable, immeasurable, infinite love of God in Jesus Christ. And we're invited to experience that love, to know that love, to be changed by that love. You allow the reality of God's love to invade your consciousness this week? Have you taken the time to experience the presence of God in your life? God's love is greater than we can imagine. And Paul's words in his letter to the Ephesians say it so well, these words we read last week. I pray that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with the fullness of God. What a beautiful prayer. What a beautiful invitation. And during this series, we want you to be continually reminded of that incredible love of God. But here's the thing. Experiencing that love of God is not the end. It's not. Recognizing that extension of love to us sets us off to live differently, to interact with others differently, to in fact be different people. And it's to that response to God's incredible love that we pivot our attention today. Last week, Becca outlined for you the infinitum prayer. In light of God's incredible love for us, we are invited to surrender our lives to him, to live generously out of the abundance that God has given to us, and to engage in the mission of sharing that love with others. Today, we begin a a three-part journey through those sections of this prayer by looking at this first part, this prayer of surrender. Now, when I say surrender, that's generally not something that we look at positively. We generally have a tough time surrendering. We want to push on to the end. We can feel like we're quitting if we surrender. Is surrender just another word for giving up? I mean, after all, we have to surrender often in a a negative sense. We have to surrender our license when we or someone else deems that we're no longer fit to drive. We have to surrender to the police when we're charged with a crime. We have to surrender to the doctor and to the care that we receive from the doctor when the pain is too great. There are many opportunities to surrender, and many of them don't come with a particularly positive understanding. Is there ever an appropriate time to surrender? Can there be good in surrender? Well, maybe in a few situations. I mean, it's generally good if you surrender your time to attend your child's ballet recital or sporting event. It's generally a good if you surrender the choice of the movie to watch to your spouse and give up that selection. It's generally a good if you surrender your pride by cleaning up that mess that's between you and your neighbors, and maybe it should have been cleaned up by the neighbor, but 
you're willing to just take care of it for peace and for the care that you have for your neighbor. God calls on us to surrender. This call from God is a call to relationship with God. It's a call to following the path set for us by a God who loves us more than we can begin to imagine. It's a call to a life we can't begin to imagine all on our own. There's some fishermen that we read about in Scripture who recognized this call from God, a specific call in their case from Jesus to surrender their lives to him. And we heard that read just before the sermon today. And we're going to take some steps and, and walk through this experience of Simon and some of his friends because in the midst of their surrender, we see some of the, the challenges of surrender and with it, some of the blessings of surrender as well. Now for Simon and his fishing partners, it was probably a morning like many others. They had spent the night out on the sea trying to make a living. Their, their work had been hard, but it hadn't been profitable. They weren't catching anything. And at dawn, they finally gave up, made their way to shore and began to prepare for the next night's work. It was no use continuing in the light of day since their linen trammel nets were visible to the fish in the sun's light. If the fish weren't going to be trapped in the dark, they certainly weren't going to be trapped in the light of day. So the fishermen returned to land and were in the process of washing their nets, preparing for their next night's work. Maybe the next night would be a little bit better than last night. But as they worked, something caught their attention. There was a commotion over to the side. A crowd of people was surrounding a man near the shore. And they quickly recognized who this person was. In fact, Simon had seen Jesus perform a miracle in the recent past, healing his mother-in-law's high fever. Many sick had been healed. Demons had been cast out. This was no ordinary man they knew. He was worthy of their attention. The crowd recognized this attention. They pressed on to Jesus. They, they wanted to hear what he had to say. And understanding that he was standing there on the side of, of the, the sea, understanding there was some acoustical benefit of being out on that water, and seeing this boat that he would learn belonged to Simon, Jesus made his way over to make his first request of surrender to Simon. This one wasn't too tough. Jesus asked Simon to push the boat off into the water just a little ways. And from there, Jesus could teach, allowing many to hear him, but not to be crushed in the process. Just being in Jesus' presence and hearing him teach made it a remarkable day. But this was only the beginning for Simon and his friends. Jesus was about to take them through a series of acts of surrender that would rechart the rest of their lives. There'd be a few obstacles. But in the end, they would experience the blessing and the power of God in ways they could never even imagine. As you're here today, you've been reminded of God's infinite love. Hopefully, you've begun to experience that love in ways you never thought were possible. But now what? How are we to respond to God's incredible love, God's reaching out to us, doing for us what we couldn't do for ourselves? Well, like those fishermen, 
we're invited on a journey, a journey that will change our lives. You see, it's in the relationship of God, the very God of the universe, that, that we have the opportunity for a new life. Will you say yes to this invitation by God? Will you 